Salutations, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. That's right. A whole new show brought to you by On The Wake Up Radio titled Fellowship and Freedom. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Fellowship and Freedom, brought to you by the good folks over there at On The Wake Up Radio. And this is actually a very, very special episode. We have a guest joining us after the first segment. Uh, we have Rob of Truth and Vibration joining us to talk about a number of things. Beforehand, though, I wanted to kind of just talk about a few things, uh, get, get some stuff out there. Uh, when we do have Rob on, we're going to be talking about suppressed technologies, uh, and how to level up during this collective awakening, and, and, and so much more. Uh, but I wanted to pop in here with you good people to to, to go over a few things that we saw happen in the news uh, that kind of, again, set the stage for where we see ourselves going. Um, now, Friday, I did a in-studio episode with Brad Burris uh, and Tony of the Crush the Opposition podcast. You guys can find that in the link in, in, uh, on our podcast as our podcast feed as well as on our website there's an audio version and a video version they have a fantastic studio better lighting i'm a dark guy not like like my humor is dark like i'm actually skin tone hue like i'm actually dark uh so yeah you guys can find that in the link in the description bar below as well as part three of four with adam nixon jc abbott of the wayfinder podcast uh put out all kinds of content for you guys really we do we are also going to be uh, live streaming the New Mexico conference, the New Mexico Mindfulness Conference of 2019 uh, next Friday and Saturday. So make sure you guys pay attention to that. A lot of local work going on there, and that's going to blow into everything else that we're going to take care of, uh, as well as taking a trip to the border with a local team. That's right. We're pulling stuff together. I want to make sure I get footage of what's going on at the border because I don't trust places like MSNBC, Fox, CNN, any of them. I don't trust it. I want to get my own footage. And at the same time, I want to talk about things such as Jade Helm 15, UX 16, uh, the plan for martial law, social disintegration, and so much more. I went over this with uh, Brad and Tony of the Crusty Opposition podcast. We kind of glossed over it, but not in depth. So, yeah, uh, all kinds of different stuff that we are trying to put together for you good people because you deserve the best. You deserve all of it. You deserve to be informed of everything we're doing and that's going on. Uh, now, if you guys listened to this this week's uh, most recent podcast episode, you heard me talk about how we are stepping into more of a leadership role uh, with all the all of the stuff that we're doing. We may be launching another uh, show on Wednesday, a kind of pre-week or pre-episode, a midweek episode transmission where we talk about stuff. It's going to be live with video. All kinds of cool stuff is queued up in the barrel. Uh, for you guys, and it's really because of the attention that we're getting, the replays that we're getting for sure, uh, the reach, and everything else. And that's the beauty about the time frame that we live in. And hope I'm hoping to get into some of this with uh, with our guest, uh, because I think it's important for people to see uh, this kind of optimistic adversity that I know I'm undergoing in this time frame. 
right? Yes, the censorship is real. Yes, we're living in the new dark ages with book or with with book burning, witch hunts, inquisitions, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. But that's why it's imperative that we start diversifying how the information gets to you, the audience. Uh, this is why all the time you will hear me say that diversif- we diversify the information because you guys deserve it. That's it. Uh, we will, we're, we're actually planning to do a future episode with Jay of Truth is Our Religion so we can uh, give you guys a, a, a tutorial, an introduction into his new website, The Truth Tube, uh, which is essentially another platform which will be essentially another uh, social media platform for individuals like ourselves. We're going to be working with them. Uh, we're we're going to be launching affiliate programs, man. We're, we're doing it. We're building. We're getting better. Uh, I was telling Ra before the show, you know, some of this is kind of like a loaded gun <laughs> or a, well, what did I say? An, an unruly gun? I said an unruly gun, right, Ra? Yeah. I said unruly gun uh, because it's uh, the, the analogy I use is from a video game. This character called uh, uh, Nightmare, he's in Soul Calibur. It's actually two people, Siegfried, and Nightmare is his actual weapon. But the weapon, Nightmare, overtakes Siegfried. So occasionally Siegfried has to fight through Nightmare uh, to control it. And I'm not saying this is a nightmare. I'm not saying this is controlling me or anything like that. What I'm trying to say is this is a very, very powerful opportunity. I tell it to you guys all the time. But what's getting uh, more intense for me is noticing the effects, noticing the reach, noticing who we're able to influence, and uh, all the all the all, all the, the the bountiful beauty that comes with it. So yeah, it's a it's an unruly weapon, but I really wouldn't I really wouldn't want to be trying to wield anything else because I don't see anything else that has this kind of magnitude or gravitas when it comes to the influence and the effect on the mass population. So yes. Unruly weapon, for sure. Massive responsibility, you bet. Am I am I honored to be here? Wouldn't be anywhere else. With that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to this edition of Fellowship and Freedom. Now we're gonna go to break. We're gonna get our we're gonna get our uh, our guest on, uh, and we're gonna kick this pig. And I wanted to just take this this few seconds beforehand to intro with you guys, uh, just so you know you, you can figure out what's going on just so you could have the, the behind-the-scenes understanding of what we're actually doing. You see, uh, I like to keep you guys informed. I like to ha- let you know what's going on and, and, and everything else. I mean, look, look at what happened just this past week. I'll say this, and then we'll, 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 we'll take this break. Look at what happened just this past week. They had Nissy Hustle's funeral. Rest in power, my friend. And at the same time, they arrested Julian Assange. They are taking heroes. They are taking heroes, Okay. This is a tremendous time to be alive. I mean, we, we, we could talk about how many different people have been taken as far as, uh, as, far as activists within this field. Uh, but it, it, it's crazy to think about. But that's why it is on us. There is no one else coming. We have got to start pulling our stuff together, picking ourselves up by the bootstraps, and building something. I talked about this in this week's episode. All the children that are being born these days, are we creating a safe landing for them to get here? Are we creating a world that is, that, is, that is habitable for them? And I'm not talking climate change, geoengineering, or anything like that. I'm talking spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Are we creating a world, a soft landing for the next generation to get here? And if not, that means we've got to start chopping off the weeds. We've got to start clearing us some brush because this is dangerous. 
and we, can, and we don't want to be walking into the wild not knowing the types of dangers that we face, or at least not even equipped to deal with them. And that's where we're at these days. We're trying to get our mindset together. We're trying to get more focused. We're trying to get more engaged, commit, and figuring out our resolve when it comes to all of this. But that's my point of view. And what's going to happen is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be having Rob of Truth and Vibration on. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is EJ Clinton on Fellowship and Freedom, brought to you by On the Wake Up Radio, and we'll be right back right after this. Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Zero, Freedom Faction, out. And we are back. Welcome back. Thank you guys for being around, for sticking around. Sometimes I scare people off, and that's a good thing because we weed out the herd. Uh, but that's not what you're here to hear. You're actually here for our guest, Rob of Truth and Vibe. How are you, friend? How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Now, uh, a little bit of background for people that don't know. Uh, Rob is, is I'll, I'll just be honest, man. You know, Rob's been, I, Rob's been trying to contact me for months. And we all know how horrible I am whenever it comes to communication uh, and basically scheduling. But Rob did not care. He followed through. He persisted. And he willed himself over here onto this show. I'll tell you that. He is definitely just like, boom, I'm not going anywhere. We're talking. We're going to have this conversation. Uh, and and I'm excited to have it, man, because we're, we're doing a lot of growing as far as the operations and everything else that we're taking care of. Uh, and one of the things that you said you wanted to talk about as well uh, is other 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 ideas you had, uh, other things that you wanted to bring to the table, uh, stuff to talk about as far as the community and just growth in general. And I think right now, that's what we were talking about during the break, right now specifically, that's important for people to see because there is headway uh, being achieved. We just have to do our due diligence in pointing it out, and, and that's what I want to get in with you, Rob. Yeah, no, that's, that's spot on. And just, you know, taking each day and just saying, hey, let's do something, anything, in fact, is a stride forward. And I think in, in this, you know, 2019 as a manifestation year, you're seeing a lot of that. You're a lot of seeing a lot of hard worker potentiation come to actualization. And that's been really huge. I'm actually glad you said that, that 2018 or 2019 is a manifestation year. I think, uh, for people that are actively engaged and, and, and doing not only this type of work, uh, but really anything, they're, they're seeing that creative energy work into their lives. And, and, you, and you see people all over the world trying to figure out how to, how to do things, just like how to manifest uh, ideas, thoughts, and, and, and all these things. 
So I'm, I'm actually very glad you said that. I was on your uh, your Facebook page and your Instagram. It seems like you're you're starting uh, a supplement company, a, a supplement company with CMOS and Bladderwack. Is that about right? Yeah. Well, I think the main focus. So the the highlight is going to be basically um, focused on healing. And I think really what the goal is now is to really talk about solutions and start acting on them. We've identified so many problems, and especially in our, we'll call it, you know, truth or spirituality type community, or even just health and wellness, you're seeing so much of the pain, so much of that suffering saying, wow, yes, there are GMOs. Yes, there is fluoridation at a municipality level in our water supplies. Yes, there are weird planes spraying stuff in the sky. Like, all of this is real, and it's so painful to get past. But once you start identifying ways to work within this system or, you know, matrix even, you can really start breaking free from what the general population is is suffering from. Yes. Yes, I I, I thoroughly believe that. uh, That's been the the whole crux of what I'm trying to do with Liberation Legion. Uh, is telling people that once they're aware of these types, these types of problems, that's a good thing because now you get to do the work of removing the chains, removing uh, the things that, that, that no longer serve you. You get to go through this transformative experience uh, where you essentially get to rediscover yourself in this kind of opt- optimistic adversarial way. Yeah, no, and that's a great point. And I do have a few other products I did kind of with my site launching for sure this month um it's been a wild ride just to you know go from web design product design international manufacturing the whole the whole idea has been really wild but i think it's just so many people have been asking me for solutions and how to start healing or breaking free of this mold and i have a couple products really looking for quality over quantity here to offer um, there you go. Before month's end. I uh, your your mic's cutting out a little bit. I'm uh, I'm wondering if we if that's something on our on our end. Uh, but before we actually get into stuff like your website and the products and the stuff that you're launching, because I am curious. I think that is stuff that people need to pay attention to. Uh, the more the more I get, the more I get focused in my workout and my health. The more I need, I realize I need to do like you know system detoxes and cleanses. Uh, but before we actually get into that type of stuff, what got you involved in this type of work? Like everybody kind of has a, a, a transformative moment or some kind of experience that that wakes them up to this. Uh, what actually got you involved in this type of work? Yeah, here let me just check. Can you hear me clearly? Uh, yeah, but there's a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of a hiccup. Okay, let me just try. Am I able to just call back in real quick? Yeah, for sure. Okay, we'll go ahead. It sounds like it's, have, it's have clipping. Take, yeah, just a little bit. We'll go ahead and have you just take care of that. Call in and call back in, and then uh, we'll we'll pick it back up from there. Um, but uh, yeah, you good. know, this is this is this is what we're talking about. Uh, the importance of things like the Renaissance. Everybody's a different master of everything. Uh, and if we start having a, a broad range discussion about a lot of the things that we're up against, that's whenever we'll actually start having progress. We're, we'll start seeing uh, the solutions that, that really are out there. And this is why you guys have seen me kind of slowly 
nudge you in the direction of what we're doing with Liberation Legion. Um, I don't want to declare anything yet because there's a lot of stuff still kind of in the works, but that private service that private service that we're going to be launching for about five to fifteen people is just that where we are working with the individual. But I think we're going to be getting our guests back on shortly. Hey, Rob, hey. are you back with us? Hey, is this more clear? It's a little bit better. A little bit better. Um, I, this, so are you connected to a Wi-Fi uh, source right now? Sometimes it, it gets a little bit buggy whenever it's got to figure out the connection. Okay. I'm still hearing you a little bit, but some people who are alive are saying that it's still fine. Um, where yeah, do you want to I, I can hear you. Uh, just uh, if you could, uh, and ha I was curious about how you actually got involved in this type of work. Uh, people go through some yeah. kind of experience or have uh, something happen to them, but what actually got you involved in this line of work? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I think a lot of my life I was going through what society expects of most of us, um, you know, go through high school, get a college degree, get a job, and that whole process. And what I started realizing is that it just it wasn't really fitting the mold of what I was expecting of life after school. And I started questioning things. And I think a lot of topics can get you down some pretty deep rabbit holes pretty quick. I mean, there's some last names of elite families that would take you there immediately in the financial system. There's some technology, which I think we can dive into, revolving Tesla, um, Walter Russell, Faraday, Planck, some of these greats that we're all in the same time period, literally just a hundred years ago, not even some, and they've changed the world and that technology's been completely suppressed. And when I started seeing that so much of the reality we're living in is warped or manipulated for control, I started questioning the spirituality piece. And that led me to another yes. path. Now that path, Elaborate on that. Yeah, that path was a lot different. That path was... So, I mean, in, in Western society, being in the U.S. and stuff, you really don't touch on yoga and deep meditation. That's not really even taught as a general thing. So you're going to school, you're grinding, especially in the Northeast or, or California areas. You're just trying to be in this rat race. And when you step back and really quiet the mind... And what I started doing is trying to literally astral project. That's what my entire goal was. I, I told myself if I was to defy this reality, I would have to pr prove it to myself first. And for months, I was practicing what I, I think formally you would call kundalini yoga, vibrational meditation. Um, this was utilizing different forms of crystals, which do store while not insignificant, but definitely um, static types of energy, all crystals are like that, as well as utilizing different mantras and binaural beats, um, I've successfully astral projected. And when you see the fourth dimension, 
You can also do that through different forms of hallucinogens. If you don't trust that process or don't think you have the ability to wait, you know, months or potentially years, I think the only barrier is yourself, which is kind of funny. Um, just those walls you've built up about the construct of this reality. But when you can break th through them, it it reshapes everything you think. And what I realize is in the same fur. We're all in the same fur. We're all in the same frequency reality is really what's happening. And the closer we can get to this harmonic match or symbiotic relationship, however you want to talk to it, the better off we'll be. And the only path to peace is raising consciousness. And that's really what compelled me to get involved in. I'm now, I, I just passed eight months on Instagram and I really have not been on any form of social media ever. But this was so compelling, and for the first six months, my account kept doubling on itself. And I tried to step away from this because it it's very time-consuming, and you know this. Um, but just to be reaching such a large audience and to realize that this is happening, there is a collective awakening, and it, it's, it's unstoppable at this point. It's just, will it be a semi-controlled version, or will it be you know, what it what it's kind of becoming now, just this tidal wave. There's so many different things that, 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 that I, I want to speak on, but I think, uh, you know, the idea, the fact that you said you willed your way into astral projection, that you could literally go and see, that you went to go see the fourth uh, dimension, I totally understand that. Uh, a lot of a lot of what I've been saying recently to the audience uh, in, re in relation to that kind of, that kind of work or that kind of uh, perception is stepping into essentially the mirror, stepping into what's going on, and then realizing that there that this is all happening, that there is like that there is a divine timeline, that there is like an earthly timeline, there's there's your timeline, there's all these different things going on, and that if you do certain types of work, you're able to be revealed certain types of uh, truths, certain types of wisdoms that most people who aren't doing this type of work don't get. And so what we're having to do by doing in doing this work, stepping into the mirror is we're having to try to distill the teachings that we're receiving by, by, by this revelation method to everybody else. And so that's a very powerful thing that, that a lot of people uh, don't understand. And you, know, and you said you got to about 56,000 in eight months. That should show you uh, not only the times that we're in, that people are hungry for this type of information, but also that you're hitting a, a, a particular vein. And when I say that, you got a lot of rehashed old memes that are like 12 years old, probably older than some of the kids on the Internet these days. If you're actually able to hit a vein and 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 inform people and and educate them and have that kind of back and forth, that's a big thing because that's not that's you're right that's not what's being promoted these days in society. Uh, the, the crazy part about it is, I've always been like a fuck the system, raise hell kind of person, but as I've gotten older, you know, there's a I guess there's like a there's a philosophy behind it. There's teachings. Uh, there's there's people that have this thing way more refined, and so you begin to kind of not necessarily cultivate your ideology around this, but you begin to enhance your ideology and your reach because other people have already gone through those trials, and now you're essentially just stepping into the ring, trying it yourself. Absolutely, and I, I feel the pain of a lot of people that I would say in that 2012 kind of time frame the beginning of the shift, so to speak. Um, yes. they, they still hold a lot of anger, a lot of 
the negative aspects of this awakening, so to speak, because the way they were brought into it with such criticism against them and me coming into this at a, at a slightly different timeline, it's been so much easier to accept. Yes, the comment sections can sometimes be uh, interesting. I'll just leave it at that, you know, more than more than I do. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you take that away. It's it's giving people food for thought, quite literally, and to question what the norm or what the media or mainstream is really feeding you. And you've been one of the stronger outlets collectively across all platforms to provide consistent content to highlight that. I think that's been powerful. That's why I've been so persistent and consistent with you. Um, and I do appreciate that your responses regularly. I was, guys, I was at 1,000 followers and someone with nearly 200,000 followers was talking to me regularly. So know that this community is open to people who have genuine ideas and want to take initiative. Yes. Uh, thank you, Rob. I appreciate that, man. But that, that's what it is. Whenever, whenever we come together, you know, that's a powerful thing. That's why I tell people all the time, vote with your dollars, uh, vote with your, your lifestyle. And it's only through the glory of God that we're able to, able to be here. Uh, obviously, we have our amazing audience's support, uh, but, you know, look at the time frame that we're in. We have so much adversity against us. That's why we have to, as I said before, diversify what we're doing and refine ourselves. Iron sharpens iron. You know, look at you. Look at you here. You're here now. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of other people here. You got Jay. You got Charles. Uh, you got Billy Carson. You know, you got Chris, Christy Scarborough. You name it, man. Like, we have all kinds of people that are that are stepping into it. And that's what I feel like my whole role is, is to point out, like, because you, you can go back to some of our earlier shows, and I will tell you, the same way I'll tell you now, I only wanted to give us a platform for, for independent, small researchers like ourselves, for people that couldn't get on major TV shows or major networks or major podcasts. I wanted to create, like, a platform for us to where we could have these kinds of conversations. And I know, I, I know we, we, we kind of go a little far, but that's because I think that's where people need to keep their thought process in, in the future. Because you know, if, if if we're if we're not thinking about the choices we're making tomorrow, for the choices that we're making yesterday for a better tomorrow, then how are we ever going to create that? Uh, how are we ever going to create that paradise? How are we ever going to have like that that future that's bountiful and beneficial uh, for our, for our, for our kids? Um, and so, what's going to happen? Because I like where this conversation's going. I wanted to take a quick break, and when we get back, I want to talk to you about stuff like uh, transhumanism, because you were you were saying that you tried astral projection, that you had practiced kundalini yoga and vibrational meditation. I'm curious about, uh, I guess, your your spiritual perspective as far as like the technology and everything that's going on. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Rob of Truth and Vibration and Freedom Faction on Fellowship and Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. On the Wake Up Radio, and now an announcement by Maxine. Contact her at maxlaw5948 at gmail.com. That's M-A-X-L-A-W-5948 at gmail.com. Enjoy. Warning! Unfortunately, new information has come to light. All I could say is, I'm so sorry. It was brought to my attention that there are many problems being reported from people taking out neutral genomic products. 
So, since I've plastered your newsfeed with the information I had, I feel it's only fair I report the problems. You may want to work out, clean the house, work in your garden, play with your children, and stay up past 10 p.m. because you have that much energy. You may have to throw out your alarm clock with the snooze button because you will wake up feeling refreshed and ready to start your day every morning. You may lose your relationship with fizzy drinks and chocolate bars because you just won't feel the same way about them anymore. You may have to answer a lot of questions like, wow, you look great, what are you doing? Or, how can I feel as good as you? Because people will notice the difference it's made. You may have to convince people who think you're lying about your age because healthy makes you look younger. If you do not have any of these problems, please contact me as soon as possible. Welcome back. That's right. I keep trying to scare you guys away, but you just, ah, you're still here. Okay. Well, if you're here, also say hello to our guest, Rob, of Truth and Vibration. My friend, Rob, how are you? Hey, I'm great. It's a good break. I'm caught up on some fun stuff. Never, there's, there's never enough time, though. There's always like 7 million different conversations going on. <laughs> True. We, uh, we went to break talking about you know, coming, into, coming into awareness, coming into this type of work uh, through, through the spiritual aspect. I tell people all the time, uh, I came into this kind of from the paranormal aspect, the supernatural. I was curious about things like UFOs, the alien, uh, the alien agenda, uh, alien abduction, uh, what was going on with that, the hybridization program, and so much more. I kind of fell into where we are now. It's kind of what we've grown into. Uh, but we were talking during the break about this kind of internal conflict because we'll, we'll get into things like transhumanism, the spirituality aspect of technology and everything else. Uh, but before we do so, let's, let's talk about what we were talking about during the break, this internal conflict within the, the conscious community. Uh, I think everybody's kind of seen it. People take these jabs and they say stuff that they don't really mean. Uh, and I think it's because of either that Instagram, that, that Instagram ego, that physical ego, whatever you want to call it, but it, it, it's also affected us within this conscious community. And because we're aware of these things, I feel like we should be even more, clearly we're more susceptible to it, but this is why we have to be more conscious and fight it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Rob, about, you know, this, this, this kind of internal conflict we see happening within the, the conscious community? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a huge point to just bring to light, right? Acknowledging it is, is part of healing this and the discrepancies between, you can call it truth, you can call it spirituality. I highlight it, you know, even health and fitness comes into play because this is mind, body, and spirit. Um, but the discrepancies are so few and far between. We're agreeing that there are, the governments of the world are not necessarily looking out for our best interests, that there's fiat currency running the whole system. But the discrepancies are dividing us to a point that we're not able to grow or become relevant enough to a mainstream type system that's run by literally, you know, these five corporations in every industry. And what we need to really focus on is this idea of a round table, not so much the head of a table. We don't need a leader. We don't need a false idol here. We need to unify as a group collectively and share knowledge where if you're not acting as a teacher to somebody, then you can be learning. This is simple. Act as a sponge. Take in new information. 
accept something that doesn't agree with you and look into it deeper. That's what I think a lot of these types of pages are asking of the rest of the community or the rest of Instagram at large. Hey, question this and look into this. Or this has worked for me and a handful of people, but it's not being broadcasted to a larger collective. Maybe you should try it. That kind of thing. But we're what we're talking about, you know, in a kind of roundabout way, and I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a tongue-in-cheek or a pun, but we're talking about flat Earth and how divisive it is, uh, and 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 what Rob's trying to say is within the conscious community, we have so many people who are essentially all on the same team, but when we look at things like flat Earth, you know, it's 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 all out war. So what happens whenever we have basically 95, 99 percent like alignment, but this one percent is what is what keeps us from 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 truly moving forward. And I think that's a big thing because I'm, I'm not sold on either side of the, <laughs> either shape of the flat earth, but I, I, I don't like seeing what this type of information is doing to, to this community, to these types of people. Uh, you're right. There's six, there's six corporations that own all the media. We, we talk about the bankers all the time, but we, because people have a different point of view regarding the shape of the earth, there's not enough collaboration happening. And so this, this, this one piece of information uh, has created such a, a chasm between people that I think that's, that's how we heal, is we, 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 we fix this and then we start looking at other, char- uh, other obstacles that we're facing. Like I tell people all the time, yes, righteousness is rising, but that's because evil is evolving. And if we don't think that we're susceptible to it, then <laughs> congratulations, you played yourself. We've got to outgrow what we're being thrown. And I think Flat Earth, as information, as, as, as informative, as creative, as controversial as it is, I don't think that that's, that's, that, that can't be the thing that, that holds us back. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, it, I mean, as in my page, again, truth and vibration and understanding this whole idea of frequency is really yes is yes is yes that idea of questioning the shape unveils a lot of other lies before you get there you're hitting a lot of hard topics but what it really comes down to is that this is a frequency reality this is consciousness guys this is not a defined shape that's important that reveals the idea of a source creator. That's what this is. That's what the elite or the occult societies are hiding, is that this is not an accident. Oh, yeah. Well, it, this is, I use flat earth. I'm so glad you're talking about this. You know, when you're talking about flat, it's this this plane of existence that we're on, right? Mm-hmm. I use flat earth as like a way to, 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 to use it as a diagram to, to, to tell people to think about the densities, right? If if uh, God is at a higher level of existence, you know, there's different densities at play here, right? Different frequencies that you have to get into. You can't reach certain pitches if you have, you know, certain certain weight characteristics, uh, certain corporeal things that are affecting you. But, I mean, that even then, that's how we're looking at information as a way to explain larger truths and not being uh, essentially bogged down and tied to one idea. I think that's 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 the true idea of being open-minded when looking at this type of stuff. Absolutely. And the way that I've I've seen a lot of 
people, and I know I know so many people who feel that they're awoken or spiritually enlightened or any any kind of aspect of that that it's really hard to resonate with people around them because it feels like an old chapter and when you start to approach it from a body mind and spirit literally think of it as steps not so much the pyramid that it is but talking about subjects that just deal with health and being a little bit more fit maybe a little more conscious about the way you're eating or the water you're drinking Maybe the air you're breathing, which we can't control as much, but just the same. That becomes a lot more natural than hopping into metaphysical ideas or monster conspiracies that are slightly less digestible to a normal day-to-day conversation. But when we jump into the idea of, of really healing the mind, it's about the information you're consuming and the biggest thing is that so much of it now is controlled. I mean, many of yeah. our, our, we'll call them friends or, or just colleagues in the least, their accounts are disappearing. And we're talking about anywhere from 5,000 to 50,000 followers are disappearing overnight. And this is because they're presenting things that are a lot more sensitive than some of the subjects that, you know, we're covering in our day-to-day. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that there are certain topics that they do not want spoken of on this platform or any. And, and as you suggested in, in the precursor to me hopping on, censorship is real. Um, I mean, every once in a while you'll see 1% reach. That's, that's pretty hilarious when most of our posts go semi-viral and this is why our accounts are growing at these types of paces. And it's just, there are sensitive topics and there are real solutions. And that's what I think we can focus on, you know, leading into uh, maybe the transhumanism aspect. I, I definitely agree. I, uh, I have been, I, I, I've never been one to focus on numbers and stuff like that, but I've been stuck at essentially just under 200,000 uh, for months whenever I basically skyrocketed there and yep. you know we're talking posts getting 200 likes to 200,000 followers so the, the ratio is crazy and I definitely I laugh at it but you know I think and this is what I was saying before diversifying the information people are people are used to tuning into fellowship and freedom every Sunday 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time uh, and they're also used to the podcast and that's why it's good that, that we, we develop patterns and habits off of these platforms because that's a lot of what uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube are, is they are hubs for people that have these patterns that go to these places that that, that, that just do that. That's a habit. Uh, so what I'm trying to do, I guess, is hijack or hack that habit uh, mentality that humans form and try to feed them little doses of reality. Uh, but this is this is just my attempt. You know, everybody else has different things, and this is why I like to try to be like a melting pot of ideas and have this, like, marketplace of, of uh, thoughts where we put all this stuff out there because it's it's important uh, and this is this is why you're saying too uh, when it comes to healing the mind it, 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 it it's what you consume not only is men, uh, physically mentally emotionally but it's what you're reading it's what you're doing it's how you're responding to certain things uh, I tell people all the time you're you have the same 24 hours in a day as as anyone else on this earth it's who you feed that energy to 
who you give that thing to, whether it's to yourself or to other people, that dictates the kind of place that you're going to end up in. Uh, but yes, let's get into some of this stuff as far as uh, the technology, the censorship, the transhumanism, and stuff like that. I foresee our future going down three different paths right now. One where we uh, fully absorb ourselves into the machines, the singularity. Uh, one where we're transhumans, kind of like the Borgs, where we're half in, half out, half machine, half human. And then I see the the this is the future that I'm pushing for, the full human, the pro-human, where we're just, you know, we've, we've figured out how to access that multidimensional nature of, of man. Uh, we're able to tap into higher, higher realms of existence. Uh, I foresee those being the three different paths that we go down. Uh, but you're the guest, Rob. What are your thoughts as far as transhumanism and its effect on spirituality? Yeah, I think you, you just... Hit, hit the nail on the head there there are literally that 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 middle path will soon disappear just as our middle class almost has um and it will be the haves and the have nots so to speak but that fork in the road will look very different to people based on perception or upbringing and or indoctrination and what i'm seeing or what we're seeing is the idea of this AI 5G matrix, I'm going to call it what it is, um, where they're consolidating our entire populations into dense cities that are hyperactivated with Gwen Towers and much more. But everything's connected and surveillance is real. There are insane amount of cameras and systems in these in these cities that we're unaware of from a general population standpoint that are just tagging and basically informing the same as these social media platforms and if you've looked into what the ultimate goal of the AI 5G grid looks like it really stems from a blockchain technology and what I'm saying here is that just just to highlight very quickly what blockchain can or can become, it's not so focused on Bitcoin. That was how they sold it to the general public or humans. But what blockchain technology can enable is every time a machine solves a problem or completes an algorithm, it gets a block. But what happens when you have multiple blocks? You start building a wall. What happens when you build a couple walls? You build a room, but then you build a building, and then a city, and then a world. And literally, the transhuman agenda is to create an artificial intelligent hijacked reality. I'm going to pause there. I want to hear your input. You know, I I, uh, I worked on two. I had two separate, uh, two separate small little documentary things. I was working on documentary miniseries, docu series. I guess you could call them autonomous society and building the matrix. Now, in autonomous society, uh, the idea that I had is to just show you, you know, how they had things like smart mirrors, uh, drone delivery services, automated food uh, delivery systems, uh, everything that we kind of see them 
slowly ushering us into. Things like building the matrix, we had to talk about things such as uh, implantable microchips, uh, thought-to-text translation, stingray technology, LRADs, uh, how, how the human body is affected, affected by uh, sound and frequency. So hearing you talk about the AI 5G matrix, you know, how, how that's the smart city, that's, that's what they're trying to do. I tell people this all the time. The intention is for them to destroy the exterior world so that we willingly go into this, this matrix that they're trying to build. I remember reporting on uh, Google's, Google's uh, I forget what it's called. It's a certain type of ledger, and it's essentially what you talked about right there. You fill in as much information as you can, and then based on your, based on your responses, uh, Google creates a whole separate ledger of information, allow, essentially creating your own profile, creating whoever, you, whoever else you want to be. And that wasn't a, a proper way to, to describe it. But essentially what we're slowly starting to see is just that, the takeover of, of, of reality with AI. Uh, just, just last week I had posted about how uh, Elon Musk said that uh, with AI we're creating an immortal dictator. I also posted how a MIT professor wrote a book about the simulation hypothesis, the idea that we're living in a simulation. I tell people all the time, happening now, but what's happening now, but what's happening now is they're creating a simulation inside of, air quotes, this simulation to put us in. And because they have all these different computers running blockchain technology, running AI to where it can simulate life, yeah, we, we, we very well may be having, we, we might be looking at that, that point in history where reality is hijacked. Yeah, and that's the, the, the fear, the, the choice that we can potentially make destructively so. And this is, I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, your thoughts about things such as CERN. Uh, because I think that plays a huge part in it as well. You know, you're talking about frequencies and vibration. Uh, I, I had noticed a lot of the times whenever CERN cranked up its uh, machine, there were a lot of geological earth changes that took place. Now, I, 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 I said that was like an energetic exchange, like whether or not it's us collapsing timelines, moving into, the, into, the, into a different world, or diff, to a different space. I'm not sure, but I definitely did notice uh, that there was some kind of geological changes every time CERN kind of fired up their machine. What are your thoughts about alternate timelines uh, and things of that nature? Yeah, that is a, a great segue into a very heavy topic, but also into the fork in that road, which is spirituality we'll get into later. Um, with CERN, I'm going to step back. One thing that you have to realize in this, we live in a fractal, multidimensional multiverse, and that there are different densities of beings within that. Yes. And this is why it's so complicated. So when you talk about the first, second, and third dimension, that's basically bringing us to here. Okay? The second dimension is a piece of paper if you're not understanding or following with an X, Y, and Z plane. But when you get into the third dimension, you really start to realize that there's different density beings. And this is what truly transformed my life, but also confirmed that the only path to peace is this other fork and spirituality. And 
the densities of beings, if you were to think of this, the easiest way to look at it is basically these crystals or rocks and minerals would be at this density one. They have an ex a stagnant existence in the presence of now. And as bizarre as that sounds, when you step into 2D or second density, you're really looking at plant and animal life. And they're able to look at moments, essentially, forward or backwards. If you were to think of backwards, they might remember some kind of trauma. If you were to think forward, they might be able to tell five minutes before you walk in the door that you're coming home. But either way, that second density being is limited in consciousness, and this is where plant and animal life exists. Yes. When we hop into third density, this is us. This is humans in their asleep state. And I'm not going to get into what humans are. It should be obvious to us. But there's fourth density beings. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> the the fourth density beings get a lot more wild. And when when you see that, this is where you're talking about these air quotes gods of ancient worlds and different forms of deceased beings and other. And let's step back and talk about the idea of this multiverse. So in the third dimension, okay, when we go to the fourth dimension, that's the multiverse. It's infinite probabilities in this sine wave that quantum physics has confirmed that can happen yes. and what you start to see is that it is a playground for these further enlightened beings to do whatever they want it's very bizarre this is aliens angels demons extraterrestrials anything you want to call them archons anything they're all there they're all operating in this fourth dimension of a multiverse, trying to manipulate all these movies are truth in plain sight, but like they're trying to manipulate not time, but time lines. This is what everyone's I, missing. And I, yes, hold on to that real quick because we are, we're definitely going to keep following down that. You know, I, uh, I have documents right here in the office uh, about the parent detection of uh, invisible terrestrial entities of the first and second kind. Uh, when you're talking about these, these density of beings, you know, or the density of beings and their consciousness and how it's limited to their density. Yes, in so many different ways, yes. <laughs> People don't understand that because we're, we're here, that's why I said we are crystals. We're made of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, potassium, sulfur. We are literally vector points for whatever cosmic energy or multidimensional energies running through us. That's why I said, yeah, we are living in a air quotes simulation. And I ask the question all the time, is consciousness local? Are we broadcasting into our bodies? And so when you're talking about fourth, the fourth dimension, getting kind of you know, a little crazy because we're, we're dealing with essentially choice. And that's something that the matrix to this day cannot, like, it can't rationalize. That's why it needs all the different AI quantum computers because essentially what it's trying to, trying to calculate is choice and how many different choices and variables are in every single day. Like the choices that you made to, to get here, the choices that you made to, to, to listen to the episode, the choices that you made in your life. Like think about how many different calculations that is from the day that you were born. That's why they need the, all these quantum computers to run those types of calculations. So when Rob's telling you that the time 
yes, these are possible timelines that we could enter into for sure. He's he's being a thousand percent honest because that's the magnificent beauty of choice. We have to choose to live into a proper world. We have to choose to build a better tomorrow yesterday because if not, that building block, as he was illustrating beforehand with that blockchain technology, that building block will not be there for that better tomorrow if, if we don't do it. It'll be on the other side of the aisle. And that's why we need to activate more people so that we can start building this other part of, uh, uh, of this full pro-human future uh, that we're doing. But please, continue, about, continue on about uh, uh, the, yeah. the fourth dimension and more. Yeah, so where we really hop into is, is right back to CERN. And what a lot of what's happening, and when you start to understand the natural law, but more the science that's been left out in our textbooks, you start to realize that what they're doing in D-Wave computers is, is a mechanism that they're using to, to go into other dimensions. And a quantum computer literally is going into other dimensions to solve an equation and coming back with a solution. Yes. I hope, I hope people understand that. They're not even lying about what's happening anymore. And what CERN's what? trying to do is break that fabric of reality between those dimensions. I, I think it was uh, Jordy Rose, the owner of D-Wave, that actually said, yeah, we're going into other dimensions, we're stealing this information, we're bringing it back here, and then we're, we're computing it, and then we're, we're basically making it applicable here. So essentially, you have people consulting a crystal ball, getting otherworldly energy and then or otherworldly information, and then integrating that otherworldly information here. We don't know if that's for otherworldly entities' purposes. We don't know that. But they are directly saying, yes, we are reaching into other dimensions to get information and using it here. When you look at, when you look at the size of the CERN-Taurus field. That's what it is. It's able to create a black hole, and that's what's happening, and they acknowledge that. Every, I mean, they're nanosecond black holes, but they're creating them, acknowledged. The unacknowledged piece is likely much longer in sustainability, potentially larger as well. But what you look at is the idea around them tearing a fabric of our reality one it is one it is one verse this is a song a beautiful song but we are one freaking verse and you're just a note in a chord so i mean think of this as as something more powerful than you could ever imagine the way this consciousness thinks and that's why You've alluded to uh, simulations because this is a simulation within a simulation. But when you start to hijack that, and and this is what they've done for minimum 500 years, but this is what's happened. We, we don't know any better at this point, and we can't blame ourselves. But the information and the dots are being connected in a way like never before through social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thoroughly believe like what we're doing right now 
you know, as I, as I was saying before, uh, that we are the crystals, right? That there is some uh, cosmic, otherworldly energy. We're, we're divine spirits, man. Like, we're, it, we are some beautiful creatures, and the time frame we live in is even more crazy to think about. But if we are, if we are these crystals, right, what is your phone? It's receiving the same type of information from another source. And so when you're talking about this thing being like our, our reality is being hijacked, well, I think about the phones all the time, how, how they're just imitating these, these behaviors and these, these abilities that we already have. It's, it's just hijacking. It's, 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 it's literally becoming our vector point. Like, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like, we're, we're receiving otherworldly cosmic divin- divine teachings the phones are acting as a filtration device or some kind of uh, scrambler that takes whatever that information is and, use it, and uses it for whatever purpose. We don't know. And I think that's, what, that's, that, that's something I've had to step into is there is two types of work being done here right now. And there's divine work being done, and then there's some otherworldly stuff going on. And I know technology has a, a huge part of it. I, call, I, tell, I tell people this all the time. I call it techno-sorcery because of the ability that it has to extract your essence from you. That's, that's the craziest thing to me. Yeah, and when you look at technology, it's not inherently good or bad. It's how the user interacts with it. And what we've done has been so self-destructive. You can see how, you know, air quotes, civilizations have disappeared overnight. And I think where we're hitting is just the same as what's happened once before and maybe many times before. But there is this idea of the ancients harnessing things at a scale we can't comprehend. We're at nanoscale in our awesome, you know, smartphones. But when you talk about megalithic circuit boards and what those pyramids truly were, we can't understand that today. They've, they've hidden that. And when you say crystal, we are crystals in, from an earth standpoint or, you know, even a city standpoint, the same as the quartz crystal in our, in our cell phone or our computer. Everything's a fractal, and that's what's so bizarre, meaning at every level it's the same from the eye of the observer. But if you were – and that's, this is the crazy part. If you were a computer programmer – if you were God, you're, you would see the light. You would be able to see, like, the formula throughout all of it. People ask, where's evidence of God? It's like, you're, what do you talk about? Look around you. Who could create something, like, so seamless and so just, like, so, so timeless, so self-sustaining? Like, good Lord, don't, <laughs> don't be, so, don't, don't be so, so small-minded about it. It's, it's crazy to think about. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about all the things that we're talking about and how, how important it is for people to really understand that it does boil down to the choices that you make. When people say, like, you, you, you create your reality, like, that's, that's a very real thing. I had on Taylor Kopp of Social Emotions, uh, and we were talking about things like crystal theory and Atlantis, and you're talking about megalithic computer board circuits, uh, things like the, 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 the Great Pyramid of Giza and more. There's been studies that, that have come out about how uh, the Pyramid of Giza is essentially like an electromagnetic uh, conductor like it, it, it's able to redirect energy and people have talked about it too how uh, in egypt they had wireless energy so when people say there's nothing new under the sun 
it's like, yeah, for sure. What we think of as technology, these phones, this this black mirror, that's actually very, uh, <laughs> it's very, very rudimentary, very basic compared to a lot of the things that are out there. And <laughs> I guess, I guess, just to round it up, what are your thoughts about things like the Tower of Babel and us repeating that today, like with technology, where we're essentially trying to not necessarily dethrone God, uh, but reach into the heavens? What are your thoughts about? Things like that. Yeah. I, I think, strangely enough, and I do have a computer engineering background and, and much more around that, but when you start to dissect what circuit boards truly are, they're sigils. They're sigils interacting with other entities or energies. And that's, that's a bizarro concept to understand. But most people keep being constrained by an on-off switch. And just to highlight something with exactly as you were saying with the Pyramid of Giza as an example, but this was almost like cranking up the knob or the dial in energy. And the more energy you added, the different applications you could apply. For example... At level one, the natural byproduct of that pyramid was just a beautiful harmonic resonance. People felt more meditative states. People felt better around it. They wanted to be around it. But the second you crank it up to, say, dial number two, you were talking about wireless energy. This wasn't a joke. This is all Tesla replicated. There was an aquifer below and a pyramid or a... Um, essentially a dome are the same shape from a signal standpoint. And this applies directly to satellite dishes or domes on, we'll say, cathedrals on, you know, a certain type of grid. This is all the same. And, and that's when, when we start talking about stuff like the ley lines and, you know, how people are able to tap into not necessarily magnetic centers, uh, but energetic hotspots that are throughout the entire earth correct and imagine when you're talking about us using you know simple battery handheld device phones and doing all of this stuff we're doing with these smartphones and you talk about the power of the sun and the moon being your energy source what do you think was happening these became power plants but beyond that they became Vehicles, time machines. I think that's the simplest way to yes. explain it. They didn't well, they're, disappear. They're still there. They left. <laughs> they left this this frequency of our our seeing it, but they're still there. Like I think that's what a lot of people confuse, and this is why I've highlighted more than once in my posts that time is an absolute illusion. I've stepped out of it myself, and. It really is all happening now. You just have to tune in. And that doesn't even necessarily mean you're in your physical body sometimes. You can bilocate. You can co-locate. You can be in another being. We're all the same thing. And that's what's so crazy. When people say namaste, that's that's an amazing thing, but it's it's so rudimentary to really what it really is. Aborigines of Australia have a, the Aborigines of Australia have a set, uh, have a saying 
called Imlakesh. I am another you. You know, it's like when well, you're you're recognizing that we are all we have. We are all one. One is all. Like we are all Neo, and that's that's a that's a very very profound thing. But I think because people add all kinds of different philosophies to it, and all kinds of different uh, uh, extra stuff that's not needed, they're not able to understand the simplicity and the beauty behind that statement and the and the wisdom that's revealed uh, with it. Like hearing you explain how, yeah, crank up the pyramids to a certain to certain energy outputs. Think about the field that it's able to generate. Yeah. That's that's a very powerful thing. And then what other because we're we're talking about our, our multidimensional nature, what happens whenever we have more energy in, in us than we have when we're starting, when we're when we're born and it's essentially amplified, what would you do essentially if you had if you had superpowers, if you had uh uh, uh, superhuman abilities, you know, where you had what you thought was super strength whenever everything just kind of, you know, became really light. Like, people yeah. don't think about how many times we've been here underneath Earth, underneath the sun, and, 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 and what's gone on. Like, hearing you two talk about how they've essentially vibrated out of time, but yet the pyramids are still there. That that means that there's... <laughs> it's the same reason when people say, why... Why was JFK killed and why is that so important? It means the same yep. people who killed JFK are still around. The same people who built the pyramids are still around. We just can't see them. There's still mm -hmm. stuff going on in realms and in, in, in different uh, dimensions that we can't see. We're just now starting to think even in the context of dimensions, of yep. other realms of existence. That's the crazy part. It's, it's still been going on. I tell people this all the time. The, the, there is nothing new under the sun. The only thing that's new here is you. You're the only thing that's changed. This stuff is still going on. These people are still here, still working. We're just slowly catching on that, it, that it's actually happening. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's unbelievable where to even approach these types of concepts is powerful, whether people can digest them today or not. I mean, it's we're approaching such a wild period in time, and to highlight some of the things, I mean. Anyone being born today into this reality is here for the awakening. This is what's going yes. on. And that's what's so amazing to me. This is why, you know, many people would be like, oh, I would never bring kids into this world. It's totally the opposite. This is the most profound yeah. period in human history. We literally have a choice. And when you talk about superpowers, this will be commonplace. Okay, the more you detox, the more we are under so much EMF manipulation. It is unbelievable. All of our devices and more are just warping how we can even think. But they reinforce it through our pharmaceuticals, through our rat race mentality, through our food supply and water supply. And if we were to stop self-inflicting this type of pain... Within a generation, we would catapult what you would view as a thousand years in technology. All of it suppressed. This is why I wanted to talk in the first place is we are at a period in time that the solutions are real. And just as an example, the hemp industry. So, you know, I'm not going to dive into politics, but what did happen last year is they allowed farmers to grow hemp in this country again, the United States, and it will transform farming. 
because literally anything that cotton, lumber, oil, plastic can do, hemp can do better. And you can research a little bit more about Henry Ford. He tapped into that full on. His first vehicle was made of hemp. He was able to run vehicles on hemp oil. All of this was happening prior to the monopolization of the petrodollar. And this, this trail is so easy to follow now on the Internet. I don't need to highlight all of these names behind it. I don't need to highlight the you know, names of the occult societies running this show. It's the, the focus on the negative is near over. If you go one second behind what Google presents... <laughs> you will see the nastiest, the gnarliest, the, the sickest stuff that humanity has to offer that you can pay for. And we need to evolve beyond that. That's why I say there is no path to peace without raising this layer of consciousness. There's the, We are in a corrupted state, and we continuously have this instant gratification, and it's really corrupted us. Like, we're not stepping back to looking out for that neighbor or extending that arm anymore. And and that's really been detrimental to us in this last decade and more. Oh, don't you worry, my friend. I feel like we are definitely moving into a different age. Uh, they say that we're moving from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And I think everything that we talked about, you know, with this particular segment is just that the rediscovering of wisdom, uh, realizing that, that path to peace, as you call it, is raising consciousness. I tell people all the time, uh, the only way we're going to get out of the situation that we're in right now is to innovate our way out of our, 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 our cage, the renaissance. Uh, this is that pro-human future that a lot of people hear me talking about, and that's why it's imperative that we have these hardcore discussions, not only so people understand their divinity, but also so they understand the time frame that we are in. But what's going to happen, gang, is we're going to take a quick break because that was an extraordinarily powerful section. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about this and more. I, I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts as far as time being an illusion and more. Uh, but if you guys want to call in with questions for Rob, you can do so at 646-547-1305. That number, again, is 646-547-1305. And we'll be right back with Rob of Truth and Vibration right after this. You're listening to On the Wake Up Radio. And now an announcement by Yurima Karama about SistersUptownBookstore.com. Enjoy. Peace, love, and life, family. You know it should always be our duty to shout out those individuals, businesses, or organizations that are providing great service, particularly in the black community. And today we want to shout out Sisters Uptown Bookstore and Cultural Center at 1942 Amsterdam Avenue. Sisters Uptown Bookstore and Cultural Center is not just a bookstore. This place is a cultural center. It's a healing center. It also provides book clubs, book signings, and even meditation sessions. Their mission is that they deal in the spiritual aspects of things. So Sisters Uptown Bookstore also pertains to black history and culture and provides services that help deal with life's trials. Jennifer Wilson, the founder, says, We provide resources to members of the community to nurture their minds, hearts, and souls with present and past works of gifted African-American authors and other great authors and intellectuals, including masters of spoken word. 
We have successfully become a positive staple in the community of Washington Heights. We are not just a bookstore. We are a community resource center for the exchange of information and ideas. Their motto is knowledge is key. We provide an educational, emotional, spiritual, and loving environment to our diverse community where all are welcome. January 1st, 2019 is the onset of our 19th year. So please, family, check them out. That Sisters Uptown Bookstore and Cultural Center located at 1942 Amsterdam Avenue. Peace. Salutations, my friends. Have you heard of Sheila Jeet? Well, to be quite honest, neither had I. But then I started doing some research and I found out that it was part of the Hindu Ayurvedic system of medicine. And for hundreds of years since its discovery, it's had the potential to help people live a healthy and balanced life. Here, let me read off some of the benefits for you guys. It increases your energy, boosts your libido, balances your mood, supports healthy aging, decalcifies your pineal gland, and we all understand how important that is, supports healthy brain health. Uh, it also helps regulate your hormones. There are so many benefits to taking this that I cannot put them in this single video. You can mix it in with tea. Uh, I like to mix it in with my pre-workout in the morning and be careful, it's gonna give you that boost. It's going to give you that energetic boost you need to get through your day. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, out. I was talking with Rod just now. He tells me that we have some sweet rock music, some sweet metal music playing. And that's what I like to hear because America. And that's all I have to say on that matter. Rob, my friend, that was an extraordinarily powerful segment. Thank you for joining us for this one. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Um, so I think as we just talked about on the break that there would be a really cool idea to just throw out some of those ideas of how we might end up in this transhuman or AI 5G matrix and, and how you might confront some of the obstacles that might we might be presented with. Um, yes, so Rob's going to chuck out questions at me trying to, trying to get me to become a transhuman. So, you guys, here's that quiz. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm not going to join it, but, you know, we'll see how these questions are. Hit me with them, brother. Yeah, so, I mean, at least the way I'm, I'm seeing this is right now some of these bigger companies are slightly disguising themselves for what they truly are. And I've always believed that, Google will ultimately present themselves as an immortality company. And what I mean by that is, and this is more of a question, is imagine if you were offered an opportunity to live 400 years. What would you do with that? Would you want that? This might start stemming into that truth in plain sight in some of the TV shows that highlight you know, the paranormal or like vampires or any of that stuff, living hundreds of years. What could you do with that time? Do those people ever seem happy or ever like satisfied after those 400 years? Uh, I have a family member who jokes about willingly giving themselves over to the Borg all the time. And, you know, I've had to, I've had to tell him, please, you know, go ahead. Obviously, I don't want you to join join uh the, that collective the, the the cloud consciousness but if that's the case you're going to become my new google and i think that's what 
that's what points into that full, that that full pro human uh, mindset I have is yes, there will still be people who are uh, absorbed into this matrix, but they'll become the Google that I receive even more uh, of an understanding of who I am through them. Does that make sense? Wow, that's a wild take. That I mean, you're always learning from people's mistakes or your own. If you're not, then you're you're being foolish and. Wow, that's an interesting well, that, take. <laughs> well, that's just how I see it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, think of think of think of it as this: there's two twin brothers. One brother decides <laughs> to actually join the the board collective. The other one decides to go down that full introspective, multidimensional human aspect. Now that that brother that joined the Borg, he's going to have all the access to that uh, the internet, the Google, whatever information's out there, but he will not have access to the information that the uh, the person who went through the meditation, the multidimensional uh, understanding went through. And so that's my thought process. The person that's, that, that stayed human will be able to access whatever information's in the machine, but the machine won't be able to access or comprehend the, the, the human information. Yeah, no, that's great. Let me throw another one at you. So imagine, and, and we might turn into this with some kind of universal basic income or something but imagine a world that everything was free or commoditized so to speak and the standard of living was above everyone else where where your lowest person on the totem pole might be you know a donald trump's you know room in manhattan marble crystal gold everything just top notch if that was your standard meaning the poorest, the lowest toad on the totem pole, was that for all of society. And the only thing you had to give up was your free will. Is that still an option? That's a tough one. You know, um, what would free I, I think at that point you've already committed to, you know, to that autonomous society. Yeah. You know, I forget what the actual Bible quote was, but it but it basically says uh what kind of individual would trade would would give themselves over to the world and trade for their soul. If you have all of the amenities ever taken care of for you, you know, there's no adversity, there's nothing else nothing left for you to seek. Yeah, you've given over your free will. Uh and I think that's that that would be the problem is if you do have everything taken care of, the only thing that you would have to do next is discover who you are. But if you've given over who you are to the system, they got you in the long run. Wow. This is why I'm asking you these questions. I think they're they're just nuances to further confirm why what we'll talk at the end of the segment about that spirituality, that multi-dimensional self, that superpower self is really the proper path if we are to to save this collective or heal this collective um now let me throw might blend into might blend into your 50 50 approach that might blend into your 50 50 approach where you're saying that might be a, a, a transhuman cyborg kind of half in half out what if you were offered a form of eyeball or contact lens that could truly look more like a Terminator 2 and you could start seeing maybe 
everything about somebody or an object or a building or a location. Or maybe it's like a walking Facebook profile. I think they've done that in some fun TV shows. But like, again, how do you feel about that idea of what if your eyes could could see into other spectrums, like the infrared, which is a freaking playground, or the ultraviolet, which is next level. Uh, you know, I've I definitely do worry about, or not worry, but I think about that, uh, and that's where I hope that you know things like wearable technology uh, comes into play because those implants can clearly be hijacked uh, and things like that. I'm hoping wearable technology will kind of act as that buffer for people like ourselves who don't want to fully commit to becoming transhuman. Um, and that, and I think that's a real thing because obviously it won't be as efficient as the people who have fully interfaced with the machines, but I think it'll give us that kind of that substitute leg up uh, to at least be in the same kind of playing field because I feel like in the future we're, we're going to have experiences like that. We're going to have situations like that. Uh, but I'm hoping that there will be people, inventors, creators, capitalists, you name it, people who realize that type of threat when it comes to privacy and implantable and wearable te- or implantable technologies and, and, and kind of boost that wearable technology to supplant that because that's, that's always been my huge fear when it comes to it uh, with, with implantable technologies is, is it being hijacked? You know, is it being hacked? You know, do I have full control and, the same way we have no idea where our data, our metadata and information goes, who's, who's really in control here. So I would try to hope that the, the wearable technology would be able to give me a, an ability to kind of stifle that progress. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> I think the, the, uh, the Fortune 500s of the world are, are testing that now. I think you're p- proving even their point is, Maybe that is the middle ground to test the waters. How far are people willing to go? I know you post within the last week on the idea of these implants, and it's like, okay, you can get, like, you put your an implant in your hand, and then you get something out of a vending machine. Like, give me a break. That's not selling anybody. That's just a gimmick, and that's just trying to get that whole social adoption and that's why that, that post obviously went viral everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just propagating it to be accepted further. Um, you know, the first goal, as, as tough as this is to say, but the first goal was transgender, and then the second move was transhuman. You're literally, yeah. you're literally confusing what the creation or this, this intelligent design is. You're just saying this is nothing. This is nothing. This doesn't matter. I can cosmetically alter it, or I can, you know, implant chips to alter it. You know, and now and now we're starting to talk about things like uh, transgenic uh, hybrids, animal-human hybrids, human-animal hybrids, uh, injecting. It's not injecting, but uh, splicing in human developmental tissue inside of monkeys so that they become, uh, air quotes, smarter. And that's that's a lot of stuff that people don't think about. You know, hearing again, hearing you talk about the density of beings and how animals even have a certain level of consciousness. Well, think about if we give that to a child and we and we begin to merge that. You know, we're essentially going to limit the consciousness, which eventually limits the thought process, which eventually limits the potentiality, which eventually limits uh, the alter the alternate worlds that we can live in. 
And that's the thing that people don't think about. Uh, you're talking about the transgenderism leading to the transhumanism, which leads to the transgenic, to where eventually we just become abominations. And that's that's where I kind of I kind of see all this going. Uh, I tell people all the time the technocracy has no need for regular humans. It requires transhumans. And so my whole thing is trying to have people understand the divinity within them and have them realize that even though modern the, the modern day politics will tell you you're a clump of cells, this is all random, this isn't important, I that's the most dangerous stuff I've I've ever heard. Because everything that we have illustrated throughout this entire episode indicates otherwise. But you're not hearing these things propagated out there. What you're hearing is post a sexy picture for the likes and you'll be happy. They're beginning to manipulate our consent, and they're beginning, and and they've clearly, sophisticatedly, uh, controlled our thought. So when we're having discussions like this, we have to be extraordinarily cautious about where they are trying to take us in this automated society. They're trying to remove choice, and that's what we talked about in the last segment. How important that is, uh, because that allows for us to change things. The same way we're cho- we're not necessarily choosing. Uh, for for the mark of the beast, we're not we're we're really trying to opt out of that. You see people trying to fill that gap. The po- the choice the power of choice is a, is, a, is a powerful thing, and they're they're trying to remove that. That's why they want everything to be streamlined, air quotes transparent. Uh, they just they don't they don't they don't want to have people bucking the system. Yeah, and we're at, we're at such an interesting point that this this path to spirituality is is virtually unknown in the western world and i mean i think a lot of our goal and and many other accounts that i'm i'm friends with and more but they're looking to accelerate that idea of something's not sitting right most people would call it cognitive dissonance where literally your soul starts to reject the life you're living and yes what what that really leads to is this fork, this final path, this opportunity for us to shift into a different frequency reality. And what it really revolves around is is peace and compassion and kind of love would be that catalyst. And if you look at it from a that, that fractal standpoint, our Earth is going through the same shift or awakening that we are. So we're going from this solar plexus, right? The soul, the sun. Okay, this is all a play on gematria and just the way that language is created and translated into numerology. But what's happening is we're going from this solar plexus into a heart chakra. This is what our earth is doing. It's unavoidable. Okay? So any anything resisting the system is either a simulation or is is going to stay in this reality and never this is their last go. I mean that's as simple as it is. And our opportunity now is to embrace this shift and and rise up. We can accelerate our civilization so fast. I don't like to musk too much Elon Musk too much in his ability to execute but everything he's doing is a mockery to what technology really is he's using batteries 
He's using rockets. None of that is necessary. And we'll definitely need a whole <laughs> entire segment or, around uh, alternate energy and healing technologies based on where we've gone tonight. But, I mean, really, the path to a multidimensional self is really confronting a lot of this ego and a lot of this indoctrination, as painful as it is. Silencing your mind and asking, who am I? What resonates with me? Or what am I passionate about? Enough to pursue for the rest of my life. And it seems like everything else is noise. I, I am you know, a victim. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I feel as though, you know, we were all born into this. And I don't blame anyone for, for being born into this system. It was way before our time. They ironed out the kinks. They figured out the algorithms. They hijacked the system, literally. But to remain ignorant is a choice. And, and to not be willing to ask questions that might not have answers is just playing yourself. You don't need all the answers. But to not ask the questions is dangerous. And where, yeah. we're, at to, where we're at today is just an unbelievable place with social media. Literally, they have to shut half of our friends and family down to prevent that, you know, connecting of the dots. I've seen, you know, like I said, many people's accounts disappear overnight. I've seen other platforms get completely compromised where they can't even monetize or sustain a lifestyle when they're surely doing it full-time. Anyone posting more than four or five times a day, this is a full-time job, guys. Okay? The pressure is unreal. The, I mean, you can see people who become true influencers in, in the millions who burn out in high school after two or three years and they end up with no friends in real life. This is all real. We're not on this platform to become uh, famous in the sense of celebrity. We're on this platform to enable a collective awakening and start transforming what this society looks like and I truly believe that, you know, big pharma and hospitals and medicine of the future will be healing centers, and that will have a ton of psychological healing and behavioral yes. healing that is necessary. We keep putting Band-Aids over solutions. But the other side of this is technology. I mean, you have to laugh at a combustion engine 70 years later still getting 300 miles. I mean, give me a break. They're forcing going to convenience stores. They're forcing feeling like you can't travel the world. They're forcing so many things on you that you subconsciously understand, but consciously have no idea. And their ultimate downfall will be their symbols. They're all communicating this way. Anyone in power, anyone in a situation of influence utilizes these symbols and they're all sacred geometry because the key is in that. All of the ancients harnessed sacred geometry. We are a pentacle, okay? We are a five-pointed being. 
That is how this works. Not, not a pentagram. Not a pentagram. Yeah. No, that is... But that a pentacle. Is exactly. And, and this is what's so confusing is they keep con- perverting and inverting the system. Yes. And you'll think that a pentagram all of a sudden becomes this satanic approach. And sure, it is at heart, but even, even the idea of darkness... Well, it's or, still a tool. Right, exactly. It's like the idea of good and evil is, is a tool. And that darkness is actually what's manifesting the whole thing. And it is feminine in most cases, in most teachings. You wonder how... You know, a woman is able to birth a a being through another dimension. That's what's happening, guys. That is a miracle. Some powerful stuff. It is. It is some powerful stuff, man. I, that's I, <laughs> that's why I tell people really don't think about it. Uh, we could do a whole show on stuff like uh, the divine feminine and the sacred masculine because I, I really feel like that's stuff that people uh, need to hear. But man, I tell you, women are so powerful. And they're also scary, very dangerous. Amazing. I was, uh, yeah, they, they are. Today. I was. That's why it says in the Bible, "Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned." Man, don't ever. Oof, I, I'd, I'd hate to be that, but uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, or at least nobody really ever asks, uh, what the other part of my my little uh, stage name is. I say freedom fact. I say noise era, freedom faction. People pay attention to the freedom faction. No, no one ever asks what the noise era is. It, it's that. It's that we live in an era of noise, an era of chatter, an era of just mindless nothing. And and because that's the fact, the the uh, the tagline for noise era is to tune into the signal. Yeah. We live in an, in a time frame where you're going to hear everything but what you're supposed to be listening to. And so you've got to figure out how to steal your mind, figure out who you are. Like you said before, uh, who am I? And, and embrace that change. Uh, you're, you're, you're talking about enabling that collective change, embracing that shift. You know, yeah, that's 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 the, that's the main thing. Uh, we don't have we're, we don't have the time to talk about stuff like uh, choosing to be born and soul contracts and things of this nature. But yes, yeah. everything that we're going through right now, uh, as you as you said before in the last segment, children, the people that are being born right now, to a degree, in another dimension. We chose to come here to do this type of work, and when people aren't fulfilling essentially that soul contract to, to, to come here to do this type of work, they're going to experience you know, the sadness. They're going to experience the depression. They're going to experience all of the stuff from this system that we are here to change. Like That's the crazy part. We, we, we weren't born, as everybody's already seen with all those, that, that meme, we're not born to pay bills and to do all this back-and-forth nonsense and slave away till we're dead. We were born in this specific time period to enact that change. And because we have all, we, we don't have all the tools we need, we have the very bare minimum. And that's the beautiful part. Look about how much change has taken place from us basically having uh, toddler toys trying to take on a tyrant. But that's the thing is we have an we a, a inconquerable spirit within us that's making all of this possible. And if people realize that that's, that's the key to do something, to come full circle Back to what you were talking about at the start of the show. Let's let's do anything. 2019 is a manifestation year. We've got to come into this. But in order for us to do that, we've got to commit. We've got to get our heads on straight. We've got to focus and get involved. That's why you're saying, you know, it's it, it's it's not remaining ignorant is a, is, a, is something else. But to not ask questions 
that's dangerous. I can understand seeing all this stuff going on, but for people to not ask questions and to question themselves, that's whenever it becomes extraordinarily dangerous. But Rob, my man, we're running out of time. Believe it or not, this this uh, this episode flew by. Uh, what are what are some closing thoughts that you'd like to leave the audience with? Yeah, I think I want to talk about a couple of solutions that exist and could be utilized. And I think this all starts with energy. If you don't solve world energy, you don't solve the problem. And this is oppression is the problem, but it's self-inflicted, it's self-inflicted problem, yes. basically, by, by different forms of government or societies or cultures or whatever you want to call it. But if you're able to create a sustainable energy, and I'm not talking about anything that normal people talk about, um, solar, other, all of that's easy. I mean, in California, I just came from there. 14 panels, you're basically off-grid. 20 panels, you're definitely off-grid. If they did that for the world, literally, you solve energy from a housing perspective. Okay? This is such a self-inflicted problem. It's like if you look at something, let's say homelessness. Do you understand the CEO of Marriott could solve that overnight? Let's just laugh at that for a second, right? It's like, duh. This is self-inflicted from a human standpoint. If we were literally only trying to better humanity, this wouldn't exist tomorrow. And when you yeah. start to see what an energy solution could do, then you immediately enable transport to be continuous. So 24-7 transport, if you can solve, like I'm talking, you know, 16, 18 wheel or whatever, like long haul trucking is solved if you can solve energy because it can be autonomous nearly today and you can solve the entire problem of working. So transportation costs go down, global manufacturing goes down, you start to solve real world problems. If you look at if you look at something like food and water, okay, I'm gonna talk about these real quick because I do know we're looking at time, but food we are going to need, one, more of a local mindset instead of a global mindset, or we're going to get way too GMO'd out and just kill our ability to grow non-GMO product. But realistically, this is going to have to go vertical, so start thinking that way. Japan has already solved it. They have skyscraper farms, so please look into that. <laughs> From a water standpoint, about 10 years ago, they estimated that water, world water was a $4.5 trillion problem. We're $20 trillion in debt. Pretty sure we could handle another four and a half if we wanted to. It's all fiat anyway. So it's like you set up desalinization plants <laughs> at every major hub in, or in every major port in the world, and you nearly solved it. And the tech that I'm going to ask people to look into is literally pulling water from air. I think a lot of people don't understand yes. that technology is real, but it is yes, essentially it is. taking a dehumidifier and anything over 30% humidity, which is almost this whole country, and I'm pretty sure two-thirds of the world, 
okay, could solve potable water by pulling it from the air. You don't even need desalinization, guys. We're so far beyond this. When you when you think about technology and oh, where's my Wi-Fi signal? Okay, you don't need these types of solutions. You understand that our copper or our fiber can just the same house internet or energy. So if we solved an energy solution like solar on our houses, we could literally transport those copper wires into a hardline grid of Wi-Fi. No Gwen Towers, no Wi-Fi signals, hardlined. This is how you solve real problems. This is why I want it to be on this, on this show. It is all suppressed, but if you look into it, it's all real. And this is how the, the Fortune 500s build their manufacturing plants and go off-grid. So I'm going to throw that to you for a sec. No, you're right. Uh, I, I uh, recently just got done helping my parents install some, uh, some solar panels uh, on their RV uh, for for, some, for for various things, and they're running some prototypes. Just as they're they're running prototypes in the RV, just so they can see uh, exactly what you said. If they can get X amount of solar panels uh, to get their 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 house off grid, uh, but you're right. This is the solutions are there. It's just because we've been ingrained in certain patterns for so long, like going to a certain gas station to get gas, trying to break that pattern and that habit. That's a different thing. But that's exactly what we're doing right now. The technology is there. The resources are there. We just have to fix our perception and start moving towards it. That's all we've been talking about throughout the entirety of the show is fixing our perception so that we can create that better tomorrow, yesterday. And it's already out there. We just have to start highlighting these things. And as I said before, voting with your dollars, voting with your lifestyle to create that. Like it, it, it does sound, it sounds simple, clearly easier said than done. But if we think of it in a, in a habit forming context, yeah, sure. Eventually, you're going you're gonna to go down to your local farmer's market. You're going to buy food there. You're going to notice yourself uh, conserving on energy, conserving on, on what, what lights are on, whatever you're leaving stuff open. It's, it's got to be a slow, mindful, conscious ser- set of series of actions to where, you, to, to where you, you, you manifest that lifestyle that you want. But people have to do the due diligence, go through the hardships to realize that those alternatives are there so that, that, so that we can get it, so that we can build it. And the minute that, and this is what we were talking about beforehand uh, during the break, the minute that we do it for ourselves, not only do we do it for ourselves, but we do it for the generations that come after and everyone else that we influence along the way. And that's why we have to start. We already know about the problems. We have to start working on the solutions. And I think that's exactly what we've been talking about throughout the entirety uh, of this broadcast. But Rob, where can people find more of your work, my friend? Well, right now it's at Truth and Vibration for Instagram. Um, same for Facebook. Uh, within the next two weeks, I'll be launching a site with a several products designed to heal at least some of the physical. Um, and again, my content is designed to help invoke some of that mental healing. But at you know, www.truthandvibration.com. That's going to be the site. And, um, you know, again, thanks for having me, and I look forward to, you know, continued conversation. Oh, my friend, judging by this conversation, I'm sure we will have many more. Thank you for coming on.
Thank you. There it goes. Rob, of Truth and Vibration. I will definitely uh, be sure to put the link to his Instagram, his Facebook, uh, and the description bar below so you guys can go check out his content and try to pick his brain. Clearly, there is a lot of stuff up there, and I think that's that's always a good thing. It's always good whenever people uh, come on the show wearing their thinking caps and get involved because this is this this work is definitely it's it's not easy. And so, whenever other people step into the fray, uh, they get involved. I think it's again important for us to to highlight their highlight what they're doing uh, and show you the perspectives that they're working at because we're all masters of something, and we all need to start a larger and broader discussion about a wide variety of topics. That's why we're here. That's why we post about the things that we post about even when we know it's going to trigger people because we're not designed we're not we're not trying to trigger you. We're trying to inform you. We're trying to break through the conditioning to reach the true you. Like these conversations like you, people that people that lie about things, they can't have these kinds of in-depth conversations because they're pulling they're pouring from an empty cup. We're pouring from our souls. We're pouring from what we understand to give you guys even more. That's why you get one episode when you listen to it, but you get a whole nother episode when you hit that replay because this all comes from a point of action. We're out here doing this type of work, practicing these types of things and experiencing these types of things. And as I said before, distilling it for you, the audience, because why we diversify the information because you good people deserve it. However, that's all I really have for you guys. I know we went over a whole lot as we typically do, we try to. We try to. We try to give you a comprehensive view about everything that's going on because it's important and it's all happening and it's not going to go away. But I'll tell you what will change, how you're affected by it because you'll change how much you want to let it affect you. You see. But like I said, I'll put the links uh, to Rob's information in the description bar below. Go drop him some love. Go follow and like both of his pages. And if this episode helps you, share it with a friend. Take down some notes. I have, like, an entire page full of them. <laughs> uh, but, yes, we will be right back. Or actually, we'll, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, we will be back, gang, not this week, but the week after that. Hopefully we have some information for you people about our trip to the border and what's going on down there. Uh, lastly, I want to give a huge shout-out to Cindy Ashby. She's an amazing producer. We have a lot of stuff lined up for you guys as far as On the Wake Up Radio. Uh, more shows, more people, more awesome content. Uh, and it really is thanks. It, it it really is because of you guys for listening and and and, and paying attention with your time uh, and some of the amazing feedback we get. So yeah, huge shout out to Cindy Ashby as well as Raw, the smooth operator. <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke that we developed on this episode. But I'm going to stop having a good time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I will catch you on the next episode. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, and Rob of Truth and Truth and Vibration. Out. Imperial Media Collective. Cindy Ashby Production. Ashby Production. Ashby Production. On the wake up. <laughs>